Should old acquaintance be something, something. I never learned the words. I've never gotten what the song Old Lang Syne is about. It's me, Cindy. So I went to the great source of all facts, the internet. And according to some Scottish website, because as an ancient song, it wasn't written by, but written down by Scottish poet Robert Burns, it turns out the title roughly translates to For Old Time's Sake. And it's about preserving old friendships and looking back over the events of the year. Aside from that, I have to say I still don't get it. Even though Scottish isn't that far from English, you'd think it would be more clear. To illustrate the point of the distance between the two languages, I was just another click away from a list of wise, creative, what are they saying, Scottish phrases. Take, for instance, dinna be a wee clape, which translates to stop being a little gossip. Keep the hide. Or keep calm and carry on and everything will be okay. I've seen the t-shirt in English. How about hold your wished? <laughs> or keep your mouth shut. That's the Scottish version of the French ferme la bouche or shut your mouth. I'm adding that to my list of snappy sayings in foreign languages. And wit for you'll no go past ye, which translates to the ever wise, if it's meant to be, it'll happen for you. There are plenty more equally entertaining at scotland.org if you want to take a look. And if you read them out loud and you can let me know, do you also find yourself saying them in some sort of weird pirate accent or is it just me? Me, with my Scottish ancestors, my tightness with a buck, and my could-be ancestral inclination to appreciate nature? Here's a webpage I stumbled on last month. I was intrigued by the headline, a.k.a. clickbait, but this one 100% effective, that read, Doctors in Scotland are literally prescribing nature to their patients. How could you not click on that? Or is it just, how could I not click on that? It turns out in Scotland, doctors have been prescribing nature to people. The initiative started in the Shetland Islands in October when two of the top recommendations were to look for fungus and to appreciate a cloud. The aim is to improve your our, their, blood pressure, reduce the risk of heart disease and stroke, give people's happiness and mental health a boost. How sweet is that? In November, the official recommendations suggested talking to a pony, watching otters, and building a rock sculpture on the beach, plus experience the grind of the navier during a westerly gale. You know, I'm going to have to look up what that means. Right? <laughs> Likewise, got to decode December's list entry of go and find a chambered cairn as near to the shortest day as possible. Chambered cairn? Ditto, find the hairiest lichen within a mile radius. I think lichen is an algae fungus growing thing, but I don't need to puzzle over feed the birds in your garden. And I appreciate the idea. The last entry on the last list of the year suggests to look back on your year and recognize how far you've come. I like that. As 2018 wraps up and 2019 begins, all full of hope and promise, I might add, optimistically. Are you also, like me and my Scottish brethren, finding yourself getting all sorts of introspective? Maybe a little sentimental? Maybe motivated? I know it's just a calendar date, and calendars are only conceptual rather than tangible. Think about it. One tiny bit of government legislation could change us to a 13-month year or 60-day months or no markers of time at all. But then how would you celebrate birthdays or know when you had the next day off from work? So we live with calendars that mark beginnings and middles and ends, and I get sucked right into noting the markers. For the past years, I've spent a portion of the first day of the year looking back and looking ahead. 
I keep a journal, not with any regularity, but I do pick it up during the year when I've had an exceptional experience, sometimes wonderful, sometimes exceptionally bad, but you win some, you lose some. Writing in a journal is a way for me to record the details, sometimes to lock in the details of an experience, sometimes to be more analytical or try to get a different perspective. I think some people do that with Facebook entries, but I tend to lean towards being a little or a lot more private. Anyway, on the first of the year, I take a little trip back, scrolling through my iPhone's photo stream for pictures that captured moments or events or visits or views that I've had over that year. And then I read my journal entries, ending with last year's January 1st, where I made my wish list for the coming year. It's sometimes fulfilling, and sometimes I just do that, well, that didn't happen. But it's still fascinating to see how I started the year knowing how it ended. Once I've sufficiently looked back, I do the brand new January 1st wish list, filling the page, looking ahead to what I'd like to see happen and what I'd like to try to make happen in the new year. At the very least, it's kind of thrilling to write down what I really want. It's like permission to dream, permission to imagine anything. I mean, I could write down absolutely anything, no matter how difficult or challenging or seemingly impossible it is, because you can never or you should never limit yourself, draw a line that divides what could and can't happen. I mean, why would you want to limit yourself? Sure, there are some things you probably won't do. Fly to the moon, at least in 2019. Invent the computer, you're too late for that. Dye your hair blue. Wait, you could dye your hair blue. It's like when you're a kid and you're playing and anything is possible, even if it's only real in your imagination. It's sort of that visualization, manifestation, that secret kind of thing. The point is, what do you want? A better job? Having more fun? Having less stress? Would you like to write a book? Would you like to learn to fly a plane? Do you want a pink pony? The absolute truth, and I believe this to my absolute very core, is that you can have or do anything you want, or you can at least work towards it, and sometimes something even better suited to you will happen. Let me repeat that, because imagine if you hear this, really hear this. Next January 1st, you could be looking back on maybe your best, happiest, most wonderful year yet. Not sure what you want, or what's missing, or what would make you truly happy? Maybe you want to try to figure that out. It's not hard to do. Just get comfortable, close your eyes, let your mind wander. Ask yourself, what would make me happy? And see what pops up. Nobody knows better than you. And if you listen to yourself, at least you could get something of an idea. So if you feel a little tremble of excitement listening to this, then you really should let it roll around in your brain and come up with a few ideas. Ideally, it's best to do it sooner rather than later. Time is a way of flying by, and if you put this in the, oh, I'll do it later category, you probably won't. So now, just do it now, if only to give your imagination a chance to play. While I'm pondering this past year, I'm also aware of the far greater chunks of time that have passed, both that I've lived through and the time before me, and how life continues to change in both small and enormous ways. Like the internet, the first iPhone, which changed everything about cell phones and how we use them, launched in 2007. The first iPod, which changed everything about music and how we listen and buy and access, launched in 2001. Even email, which wasn't even a vague idea until the early 90s, AOL launched in 1993. You got mail. 
it changed how we communicated and saved us a ton of money on stamps. I always think that this advancement in technology is something like when movies first added voices or when TV edged out radio as the family's entertainment and then when color TV happened. And now, how many people even watch the original TV networks on a regular basis? Does anybody still watch anything on a giant 300-pound tube TV? Word is millennials mostly watch on pads and phones, but I got to draw the line there. Anyway, it all kind of makes your brain pop, doesn't it? Here's another thing technology impacted. Holy smokes, I was watching this really old movie from 1934. I mean, really old. And there was a guy, a newspaper reporter, speaking as he typed. And the click-clack of the typewriter was so loud, I couldn't hear what he was saying. I toured Newsday once in this decade. In this decade, just like five years ago. One of the reporters was saying how weird it was, how eerie, when they went to keyboards and computers. Because suddenly, these huge rooms full of writers were silent. Add to that, I was doing a recording for a bank's voicemail system once in their main headquarters. And so as not to interfere with the recording, they shut off the white noise. Now, that was weird, because I always thought white noise referred to the collective background sounds of life in the office or home and the street. But in this case, it was a recording. It was sort of a hybrid buzz and hum to fill what would otherwise be totally void of any sound. Weird, right? And I bet people would, on occasion at least, pay to be in a room that was totally silent, especially moms with little kids. And only once in a while. I get it. Yep. There's a video of a bunch of little kids being introduced to a typewriter. Once it's explained to them what it is and what it does, and they get to try it, they all fall completely in love with it. And no wonder, typewriters are fun, but when it comes to actually trying to accomplish any writing at all, I am all about the backspace key and very grateful. By the way, my journal is a spiral notebook and handwritten. This year, I'll be recording my final sum up and close out of 2018, as well as my hopes and wishes for 2019 with a pink or a purple gel pen. If I got to write by hand, it might as well have a little splash of color. So as we all move forward into what will hopefully be a pretty decent 2019, may I say in Scottish, Langmeyer Lumreek. <laughs> or as we don't say in pirate, I wish you good luck and good fortune in the future. <laughs>